two, one. Man, happy holidays, everybody. We're boys are back. Black Talk, Smack Talk. Adam here. Reunited with my crew, with my people. We got Bruce Jackson in the house. 13-time All-American from the University oh. of Washington. Oh. No. We got, we, got, we got Sano in the house, a.k.a. the millionaire. Babushka. <laughs> and then we got the ultimate UW optimist in the house, man. We got Charlie Hustle, man. Arsenio Hall. Homer Simpson. And did you guys see that picture of our Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy from Coming to America? The new one? Yeah, so uh, wait, hold on. Is that a is that a series or is that a new movie coming out? A new movie is coming out this uh 21, 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh, been in America. They got, whole fa- they got they got everything. Yeah, I'm, they're bringing back a lot of the same cast too, so that that should. Be I mean, like- Eddie Murphy played half the movie. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Right, but some of like the other characters, like the wife, uh, Sherry Headley. I think James Earl Jones is in it too. Dang. But uh, a, return, a return to Whack Arnold's. Because uh, the uh, James Earl Jones was old when that movie came out. Right. Yep. The King of Zamunda. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, I got it. Okay. Nah, man. Anyways, man, we're back. You know, NBA season starts next week. You know, our time, you know, hoop fans, hoop lovers, we love the game. So today we're going to preview the NBA season, you know, give our thoughts to share our um, like award, our, our, our awards, our playoff teams. We got some hot takes for you. Maybe a little, little debate in there. But, man, it's just good to be back, man. We miss you guys. We continue to appreciate you guys liking our Instagram posts and, and, you know, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. But, man, gentlemen, NBA season, it's been a wild offseason, to say the least. Every NBA offseason has been wild. Um, you know, we did, we did our preview um, I don't think any of our stuff came to fruition, uh, except Sergi Baca, which I will take credit for. Sergi Baca did end Serge up with- to the Clippers. Oh, you called that one. I did. I didn't yeah. think they would have enough money, but I did call that one. You know, but there's a with, with the transactions happening with a lot of uh, moves, we just kind of want to talk about, you know, playoffs. You know, we have a crazy you know condensed 70 is a 70 72 game schedule starting next week you know with everything going on with covid and um with uh guys not being able to play back to backs you know it's is there's gonna be some interesting seating within the playoffs man so we're just gonna kind of get started give us our give you guys our uh, our thoughts so we'll start it off the optimist charlie Talk to us, man. We'll go Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like as you, talk, as you talked about with COVID and everything, it's going to be really hard to determine, you know, who's going to be a higher seed than others because there's so much, you know, if some guy gets COVID, he might have to get, you know, quarantined for 14 days, right. which could totally which could change their, you know, their whole standings, but they'll still make the playoffs. I think a lot of teams are just going to want to get in. But I would, I, would, I would say most of us would agree that the following teams are in the playoffs. Bucks. Sixers, Heat, Brooklyn, Boston, Raptors. Does everyone have those same 
what, six teams in the playoffs? Yes, sir. Bucks, yeah. Sixers, Heat. Yeah, Bucks, Sixers, Heat, Nets, Celtics, Raptors. Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all pretty much across the board. And then the rest is kind of what's up, what's up for debate, I feel like. So I have um, the Wizards. That's that, that's that's the thing that you know. I think they're going to make it. I know some others don't. Um, and then Wizards. And then I got Hawks, Pacers. Man, see, this might be too early in the pod for a hot take, but you, you left out. I mean, you said the Hawks, but on the outside looking in. Oh, so I got them. Yeah, because if so, that nine ten game, right? So you got them in the play-in. Oh, actually, no. I got Hawks in the eight, and then nine ten. I got Pacers Magic. Okay. See, I'm. I, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on everything but the Wizards. I don't think okay. the Wizards are getting in. I think. Okay. I, obviously, they improve with Westbrook, but I, I still don't see whose spot they're going to take. I think Atlanta's going to finish top six in the East. Oh, okay. Really? If not, if not higher. I mean, I don't. I think they're. They added Rondo. They added, you know, veterans, Gallinari, guys like that, and they're deep. And guys like Trey Young are only getting better. I think they're too, there's too much talent for them not to, especially in the East. But the Wizards, I don't see I don't see them being better than Indiana or, um, you know, any of those teams at the bottom. Even Orlando, I, I could see being hmm. a, being better than them. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I guess we'll touch on that later. So would yeah. you would you would you have Wizards in the nine or ten spot then at least, or? I'd put them in 9 or 10. I'd probably put them 9 or 10, but I wouldn't be shocked if they missed the whole thing altogether either. Oh, okay. Yeah, so all those teams, that's 10 teams I named off right there. Right. And we'll see see if if Adam or Bruce has has an additional team that they might have in that, like, you know, Detroit. Adam probably has Detroit in. (laughs) Man, honestly, like, they're close to making the, the 10 seed. They're close. Depends on your guy behind you, Adam. Honestly, it all depends on Blake Griffin. And we'll get to him later. We'll get to him later. Uh, Bruce, what do you do you agree with these guys? I mean, um, yeah, no, in, in most part, yeah, I, I do the obviously the six that Charlie named, we all agree on. Um, I would say I have the uh, Wizards as well with Charlie um, making it in there. Um, and then the Pacers, I have also getting in there. So, um, yeah, Pacers and Wizards would be my other other two teams that with those six to make the eight. And then, you know, I think Orlando and Atlanta uh, are in that <clears throat> play in, you know, looking at nine and 10. So, but we'll okay. get to why, why later I, I'm not pump the brakes on Atlanta real quick for me. So we'll talk about that a little later. Man, I, I, I agree, man. Wizards, Wizards and Hawks are my, my seven, eight. Uh, I do not have Indiana. I, they'll be the 10. And I have Charlotte as the nine. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte, Indiana. Yeah. Adam's and, high on Terry Rozier this year. <laughs> you guys know I'm not big on Indy. Uh, I've said it m- numerous times in the group chat that uh, Indy just doesn't do it for me. They, they're just, they're, they define mediocrity of the NBA. They're just right there. Uh, I, I thought they, Nate McMillan, uh, you know, they have a new coach, uh, Yorkman, I think his last name is. I think that's a downgrade, even though I've heard positive things about him. Like he's a grinder, comes from Toronto, uh, worked well under Nick Nurse. 
I just don't believe that that group meshes well together. And with the first year head coach, I don't know how it all fits. I, and I, I like what Charlotte's done. I mean, Gordon Hayward, is he worth the money? Maybe not in the back end of it, but man, somebody, he took the money because somebody's giving it to him. You know what I'm saying? Like who wouldn't want to take that money, you know? And unfortunately he just got hurt today. I I think they said he's day to day, but I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. Uh, Yeah, I believe I'm, I'm mellow. I think Mello's going to, you know, he's box office, but I think it'll help translate to wins. It's like that jolt of energy that I talked to you guys about um, that that franchise needed. So they they got some solid depth. Uh, yeah, so I like I like the way they're built. I think if healthy, I think they'll they'll make the playing game. So Adam, do you have the you have the Magic outside of your top ten? Uh, Magic, yeah, no. Magic. Okay, so so Magic and in you technically had uh, the Pistons out of the top ten too. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, a lot of that depends on on the legend Blake Griffin. Um, if he comes back healthy, I can see them contending to be in the playing game. Right. I would almost say, in fairness to Blake Griffin, it does depend on him, but it's going to depend on the rest of those dudes. Can anyone else step up and be a contributor? Like Jeremy I mean, who, Grant, Jeremy yeah, Grant, that fat contract, and who's he going to be their second leading scorer? Who's their second leading scorer? Yeah, it has to be Jeremy Grant. I mean, he got the fat contract, one of the bigger role on offense. Um, mm. You know, they're starring Killian Hayes. Yeah. He's had a rough preseason so far. Yeah, Killian Hayes, Mason Plumley. I mean, they still got D. Rose, who's – man, he's he's so good, even though despite all the injuries, he's still so good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it just depends on Blake and then um, how the other guys develop around him. Um, but I think we all do have that clear cut top. Well, for you guys, it's top six. For me, I think it's a top seven. But right, yep. Um, do we? Do you have? Do we have a? The East is interesting to me. Not to change the subject, real quick. But do we all like? I'm curious to see who we all have like at the top of the East. <clears throat> I mean, is Milwaukee the clear, the clear number one for everybody? Are you talking about like who who we have coming out of the East? Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm you know me, I'm I'm Brooklyn. You think Brooklyn? Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean the East is interesting that I'm way. I'm a big believer in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's got the most yeah. talent, top to bottom. Two different things. A number like what seed? Are they going to get the top seed, or are they going to make it to the finals? You know. Well, yeah, I, I just mean like, who do we think is the clear cut best? I, I guess who who do you think is coming out of the East? I guess is the. Mm. Yeah, I think there's. I think Brooklyn would be a safe bet. Um, I do think. Um, like I think Bruce would probably agree that I'm not counting the Sixers out, you know. Oh, I thought you were going to say Boston. I thought you were going to no. say Boston too. No, I was going to say how about the Sixers? Because I mean, I think I think Embiid missed like 20 something games last year, and I think Simmons missed like 15 games last year. So you guys get if, if they could play um, with a new coach and some shooters, maybe maybe things could actually. Because I think two years ago, I mean, Embiid averaged like. 27 a game two years ago yeah last yeah. year he wasn't he doesn't even register on the scoring list i think those three teams are going to battle it out for the number one seed in the east all year it's going to be really? real close philly milwaukee and and, uh, and brooklyn however there's a caveat miami if they if they get a certain gentleman from houston i think they could 
easily make the finals. Oh yeah, I, yeah. We're, I, I'm not considering trades right now, right. but yeah, you're right. If they somehow, if they pull it off and, and bring in a guy like James Harden, then right. If Bruce's guy Harden goes to the Heat, I think that that's they're going to be in the finals again. Bruce, what do you think about the Sixers? No, I'm I'm all in about the Sixers. I think I mean obviously Sandal had it's kind of two two part question. Uh, I think like the top seed, you know, it's going to be the Bucks, but um, <laughs> I'm going to take the easy road route, and I'm, I'm undecided on the East champion. Um, I'm I'm kind of torn between the uh, the Sixers and um, you know the Nets. So uh, I really like the 76ers, and I like what the Nets could be. But right now, I'll take the easy road out. I can't really pick which one, but I think. I think Milwaukee will be the top seed going into the playoffs for the East. So Milwaukee's your top regular season seed, but you're torn between Philly and and uh, Brooklyn for the the Eastern Conference Championship. Yes. What's she, crazy is was, none of us. Oh, uh, my fault. No, I was going to say last year. I think all four of us had Philly in the finals. Really? Yeah. I think so. I think it was all four of us had Philly in the finals. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. We all named, like, kind of our one seed and who uh, we uh, think would, would make it out. Oh, hey, Bruce might have had Boston. But it's funny, none of us said the actual East defending champion. Like, we're just totally disregarding him, you know? But. So. I mean, quote, unquote, East defending champion last year. <laughs> hey, they, they still made it. You I guess, know, quote, unquote, it. NBA champion, I they, should say. They, they earned it, man. I can't really. No, they, they did. They, they, they did. Smack, I mean, they smacked up the Bucks fair and square yeah they did so um yeah moving to the west uh so i think uh there's a general consensus of the lakers the clippers the jazz the blazers the mavs the nuggets Mm -hmm. again there's similar to atlanta in the east phoenix is that six? Yes. Yeah, is a team that's like, I think they're in, but I have seen some reports or, or some predictions where people don't think they're ready yet. But right. I so th- wait, I'm Adam. Them in. I count them as a lock. Adam, you said six, and then kind of went to Phoenix, but you didn't say Houston. I did not say Houston. Whoa! I did not say Houston. Are you factoring in another trade? Trade or no trade. Oh, you say oh. trade or no trade. Trade or no trade. So if they keep Harden, if they have Harden, if they go out with Harden, Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and then the rest of that roster, that's Wood. not a playoff team in the West, you think? Christian Wood. Solid player. Solid yeah, player. Christian Wood. Um, Tucker Gordon. <laughs> They're still on the team. Right, Tucker. Yeah. Tucker's on the team. Another unhappy player on the team, Eric Gordon. Gordon. Eric Gordon is he can be able to play 65 games. You know what I'm saying? Is John Wall coming off two Achilles surgeries? Is he can be able to play 60 games? Is House House Macklemore? House is Cousins gonna be able to hold up, you know, after knee surgery? You know, those are all questions. Steven Silas is a first year head coach. Are they all gonna buy in? You know, is is and Harden's the biggest question mark. There's going to be some load management with Cousins for sure, I think. Maybe yeah. Wall, too. I, I would I would assume so because those guys, those are huge. Like the Achilles, that's a huge injury. You know, that's why I think, you know, KD, 
I don't think the Nets are going to be a top seed. I think there'll be, they can be as low as four, but I think they have a chance to be in the finals. They're prepping for the end game, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, with Houston, I just, I just have a hard time. You know, the tone was set, and I'll get into, we'll get into James Harden later, man. But the tone was set, and I, it's just a, such a negative, negative thing right now. But you know, obviously, and I like James Harden. Let's not. And I like some of the players on Houston, but as a collective, I'm just not feeling it. However, okay, so then, okay oh, go, ahead, go ahead, Chuck. I was no. going to say, so, so you're, we had the same six, so then who's your seven, eight, if you don't have Houston there? You have Phoenix, Phoenix and, and the Warriors. Phoenix and the Warriors, okay. But that's not – but the, my order, the order I named the teams isn't the order I think that's going to – Yeah, those yeah. are just the teams that you think will make yeah, it. Yeah, like I, I – you know, as much as, you know, Chuck bags on – on the Warriors, like I, I, I think Steph will be if he's healthy. I think he'll have MVT, MVP type numbers, and he'll lead them to the playoffs, whatever seed that is. Mm-hmm. So no Houston, no Pelicans. The Pelicans, uh, Pelicans were my uh, were my plan. Plan. The Pelicans and the Rockets were my plan. Okay. So I didn't completely like throw Houston out because they do have talent. But I'm big on chemistry and how it all meshes and, yeah. See, that's the thing for me is I got the Warriors outside the eight. But I feel like Steph Curry in a one-game playoff is pretty fucking dangerous, you know? Like, same with James Harden, right? If if Harden was in your nine or ten, I'd probably take him versus whoever's in seven or eight. But, you know. Uh, he had that yeah. – man, he just – that 29 he had. I mean, Bruce watched the game also, and he wasn't impressed. But it just seemed like – I didn't even realize he had 29. You know what Curry? I mean? Yeah. I knew in 28 minutes, I think, right. man. I think it's going to be a rough year for Steph. Oh. I mean, for Steph himself, just he's going to be obviously the leading scorer on the team, and he's he probably averaged close to, you know, that 28, 29 a game. But defenses are just going to focus completely on him. Make other teams beat them. Yeah. And, they, and guys like Oubre and – Wiggins, they're gonna have to step up, but I don't. Even if they do, like we've talked over and over about how thin their bench is, even compared to teams like Boston, who you know we talked about also having a thin bench. Right. So I don't know. I mean, even a even an MVP type of season from Steph, I don't think is gonna put him into the into the top, you know, five six teams out the out in the West. Well, you have Golden Golden State in your eight. I have him in my eight. I have him. I think. I I think. I like if I was gonna put it, I think I'd put him at seven eight. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. And then, Bruce, where do you have Golden State? No, I mean, yeah, the six, we have those. Uh, I have the Suns and Rockets as the other two teams making it um, in the top eight. And then the Pelicans and Warriors battling it out in that, those play-ins. Yeah, pretty much everyone, you know, what you guys have said already alluded to. See, I didn't have – who did I have in the plan? I had the Pelicans and I had the Grizzlies. Yeah, I was going to mention the Grizzlies. Like, what do you, what do you, are we not feeling the Grizzlies this year? Or do you think the other teams just got better and they kind of, they just want to grow from within and just, you know, they're invested in the long game in the long term, you know, long term. I, mean, I would say three things. You know, Phoenix got Chris Paul, the Warriors got healthy. I mean, they get Steph Curry back. And I just think that if the Pels are healthy, the Pelicans, all three of those leapfrogged the, the Grizzlies for me. Yeah. But so you don't think the Grizzlies are going to make the playing game? I, I have them, yeah. I have, you know, I have Phoenix in my top eight, and then I have Pels and Warriors in 9 10. 
Yeah. So. Man. I, I like the Grizzlies have a nice – they have a nice young nucleus. Um, Jaw, um, Triple J. Um, guy Jante. John, yeah, shout out to Jonte Porter. Uh, we got um, Justice Winslow, Brandon Clark. So, I mean, they got a nice young core. Um, Tyus Jones, slow-mo. Uh, but, yeah, I just think they're – they'll be good maybe next year or, the, you know, within a few years. I thought, actually, the playing game was the, the best chance this – Pastor in the bubble, I thought that was their best chance to make the playoffs. But I mean, are things? I mean, obviously the travel wasn't there in the bubble, but things aren't really going to be much different as far as home court this year, too. I mean, the travel is a factor again because teams are going to different arenas, but um, that home court advantage is still not going to be there for a team. So right. unless, it, I mean, I think some some arenas might be allowing fans, but still not enough to, right. you know. I want to ask impact. you guys. I'll ask you guys real quick. Do you have any, I guess, um, surprise teams getting home court advantage in the playoffs? Like, do you see Portland jumping into that top four? Dallas. Do you see da Dallas jumping into that top four? Dallas. Okay. Dallas, Dallas would be um, – I think they're three – they have a chance to be uh, two through four. What about yeah. you, Bruce? Portland. Portland. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know – uh, right now, I see them be two, two through four. Portland, one of those. I, I agree with that. Assuming they stay healthy, right? But yeah. yeah. Do we think the Lakers will be the will be the one seed? Easy. I could I could see them not because of load management. Yeah, I think it'll be easier than one seed. And the only I, I think the only I think the only team that um, could get them in the regular season is Denver. And the only reason I say that is because the Clippers are probably going to load manage. But even when the Lakers load manage, I think they're too deep. Like, they're still going to win some of those games. See, I'm lower uh, on Denver this year, this season, um, than I was, shit, last year. I think I had them as the one seed. I had them going into the playoffs as the one seed. Uh, but I'm, I'm lower on Denver this year. And I think they're, they might take a step back. Well, yeah, I'm with uh, you, Bruce. On well, I have Denver. I have Denver as the one. I'm pretty definitive. I think they'll definitely be the one seed. I'm up on Denver. I actually had Denver beating the Clippers in that same round last year. Um, so, no, I think Denver. You called is, that before the series? I Charlie got the the, the tech. I, Man, I gave that's a good record. call. That's a great he call. Me the, he, he, told me, he said, bro, you got to put your money on that, bro. Do it. Yeah. So, no, I believe in Denver. I think they're better. Um, I'm all about chemistry and continuity. They have that. I think they'll be the top seed. And I think they'll be top seed mainly also because of those other teams with low management and how the, sh the short offseason, I think that's a, a big factor. And, and, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about them being the top seed. doesn't mean I think they're going to win. I was going to say, who, would you take them in the series seed. versus the Lakers? So, what's that? I said right now, would you take Denver in a series versus the Lakers? No, I went in a series versus the Lakers right now before the season, probably not. But as we get to the end and I get to see them play, we'll, we can visit that question again. But right now, no, I, I wouldn't. Would you have them beating the Blazers in a series? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a fascinating matchup. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it kind of depends on how it shakes out. My, I mean, I think I have, I think we all probably have an idea what my top four teams are and most of ours in the West. And so I, I don't know, but 
I think yep. I think regular season performance, Denver is going to get the the one seed. Uh, that makes sense. They're young. They're focused. They feel like you know they got to prove themselves. Still, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I I, I can see that. Um, before we move on, so we had our playoff teams. If we want to announce our winners, like two champions, or we just got to we're just gonna wait till have them check on Instagram. <coughs> I'll throw uh, it out there. Yeah, we'll throw it out there. What, why don't we? Why don't we throw out our, our who we go? Who's who we think is going to the finals from each conference? Then we can put our winners on Instagram. All right, go ahead. Bruce. Do that. Yeah, go ahead, Bruce. Uh, my West representative is the Clippers. Woo! Uh, yeah, I think the Clips. Um, I won't get into it. Just keep Wait, it short and simple. Clippers. What's in it? What's in your bottle over there? <laughs> Nothing. This is my bottle. Clippers this okay. year. I didn't believe them yep. last year. I believe them now this year. There's a reason for that. Uh, trials and tribulations is, is big in in the NBA, and they they weren't ready. They didn't have the chemistry. They will. They now will be forced to. And I like Ty Lue, and uh, I actually think I think they will be surprised. I think there won't be as much load management this season as years past. Um, and then uh, I'm going. I'll go with the Sixers. 76ers. I'll go with Philly. I'll go with Philly. The D, man, just uh, the defense. I, they love the shooters around, and I like what potentially they probably have the be- they can have the best defense in the league. So, yeah, shout out to Matisse, man. Shout out to Matisse. He's he's a big. He'll play a big role in that. Um, Santa, who, who do you got? Uh, I, well, I got the Lakers coming out of the West, of course which you pains do. pains me to say. You're a fan. Uh, no, that's that's the guy on the on in the green down here. I don't know why you're wearing Sonic colors. You should have on that green and gold. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the Lakers. I think. I think. I mean, I want to be high on the Clippers, and I think the change in coaching and the kind of the change in 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 atmosphere or culture down there could do them a lot of good because they have the matchup to be able to do it to beat the Lakers. Uh, I just don't think, I mean, I, I just don't right now. I don't, I just don't think they have the depth. Um, and then Denver kind of like Bruce said, I think they're going to be a challenge too, but I just see the Lakers coming out of the West in the East, I think is going to be probably just as exciting. Um, but I'm going to go with Brooklyn. Uh, KD so far from what we've seen, looks like he's the KD of old and, and you put him on any team even if he loads manages games here and there, they're deep as well from top to bottom. You know, they got guys like Dinwiddie coming off the bench. Uh, if Katie's not in the game, they obviously they have Kyrie. They have all these guys that can do different things. DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen protecting the rim. Uh, guys like Prince, uh, KD on the wing, you know, they're, uh, Adam, your guy, Joe Harris out there shooting threes. Man, baby. They, they got too much talent. And the only reason that wouldn't, that wouldn't get them to the finals, I think, is if there are some chemistry issues, which with those guys, you never know there could be, but or defense, um, or defense yeah. Uh, but they're going to be fun to watch. And I think um, I got them coming out. Obviously, I like Philly too. And, uh, and I want to, I want to, I want Giannis to get his ring, but I don't think it's going to be this year. Fair. I want to say for Brooklyn, it was Bruce that pointed out that Brooklyn has reunited the two Seattle heroes, Jeff Green and Kevin Durant. I didn't want yep. that to go unnoticed. That was Bruce's find. 
Yeah. And so, and so, I mean, when when they made the finals, Jeff Green was still on the Thunder, wasn't he? Uh, or was he gone by then? No, he was. I think he was gone, wasn't he? Thought he I mean, was yeah. gone. No, he, really? he he didn't play in the finals. Yeah, he was, yeah gone. he was gone already. Because it was only like three or four years after they after they left. No, I don't. I think he was on Boston because they had Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, oh, he went to. I mean, he so, played for thirteen yeah. teams or something. <laughs> oh, they, so they traded. They traded him and like Nenad Kristic or something for Perkins. Yeah, he, something like that. I think so. That's oh. a random ass trade, Nenad Kristic. <laughs> Well, that was at that time, right? When you like because of the Lakers, you had to have a big man to compete, right? Right. Yeah. And then because they had two yeah. big men. Uh, but yeah, you know, I got Lakers and uh, I got the Wizards, bro. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if he was still playing, I got Wizards, baby. Um, Which one, Jordan? This one. No, no. Gil. Apache. Because because Gill's the Laker killer. He has the most points ever scored in Staples Center by a visitor on Kobe's head. R.I.P. Kobe. But uh, I, I I was really close to going Sixers, but I'm gonna go Brooklyn. Brooklyn Lakers. Man, New York I'm, to L.A. I'm you know in the East. I already said it. I have you know Brooklyn coming out. Although I could see Miami uh, giving. If they make a move, I, I'm not a believer in them um, if they don't make a move. Uh, Do you think that move has to be Harden? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, and in, in the West, man, you guys know, man, it's the Clippers. I, I just, man, there's not much that I really can say. Man, I just feel like my guy, PG, bounce back season, and he'll be better. Uh, and the chemistry will be better. Coaching will be better. Uh, just overall, they'll be better. Uh, I feel like, like Bruce alluded to earlier, it's uh, when, you know, you go through, the, you weather the storms, you know, go through the trials and tribulations, and you, you come back a better person, better players, better team. So I feel good. I feel good about it. I don't, I don't know how they're going to do in the regular season, but come playoff time, and plus, like, man, they always got something in their back pocket for the trade deadline, so I can see them making a move. But with Kawhi and PG, man, I feel good. I mean, national media and stuff don't really fuck with them anymore, but it's all good. Yeah. I mean, Adam, there's two – so I think Clippers do have any chance that there's two things that kind of worry me about them. And then one of them is – it's kind of the same as last year, right? It's the point guard position, like somebody to kind of just get the offense going. Right. Set them up bring the ball up, whatever, be the ball handler, be the uh, distributor. And then there's like the rim protection because they're going to be competing with, you know, AD in LA, Jokic, you know, out in Denver, uh, even Nurkic up in Portland. Like there's a lot of bigs. I mean, we got, I just, they got Zubak and Ibaka and Zubak. Was, yeah. Is that, Zubak's Ibaka is a big pickup. Statistically, Zubak was top five in rim protection last year. And he, but and for certain, but he only played like remember like 20, 25 minutes a game last year right. for some reason. So I'll defend like this is my issue, and I think what Adam's talking about alluding to better coaching because I mean I, I mean I'm a Boston fan. I love Doc Rivers, brought a championship to Boston, but some of the rotations and minutes for players last season was questionable. I think there was pieces there. So like you were talking about 
point guard play, I actually think Reggie Jackson is a good fit for them and can do more for them, but didn't have the opportunity to do so because he wasn't getting the minutes necessary. And I do like Big Zoo and Serge Ibaka for protecting the rim. Um, I think Big Zoo is a lot better than people give him credit to. But again, rotations. And so I, I don't know. I think Ty Lue will uh, have a better grasp of who's to be in and, and what time than last season. Yeah, the coaching could the, the, the change in coaching staff could could completely change everything for them. And they could start, you know, playing guys because when they like when they signed Jackson last year, I was like, oh, that's a big pickup. Right. Like that's going to help him a lot. And then he ended up not really playing that much. Yeah, we didn't really factor in too much. And he struggled so, some of the minutes too. But now, I mean, those are some decent points, Sano. Uh, but I mean, despite everything, last year they were the top five. They were the only team in the league that had a top five defense and a top five offense. Right. So despite all the shortcomings and chemistry issues, they were right there. Uh, right. So yeah, I feel I feel good about them. I feel like my guy's gonna bounce back. I mean, just gotta stay off social media. Just have be in a good headspace, and he'll be good. Um. All right, man. So transition you know obviously with our uh with our previews we got predictions for awards so we, we can go through these real quick nothing to really like you know dive into because we have some good good material that we want to get to next so we'll start off everybody's uh rookie of the year which we just posted on instagram so we had mellow we had uh obi Toppin. And we had Wiseman. And then today we posted our most improved players, and it was Shea. I had Shea. Uh, Sano had Jamal Murray. Chuck and our producer, Pat, they said uh, MPJ. And Bruce had DeAndre Ayton, which was nice, nice pickup. With a shout-out to uh, – I, I know Sano said he, he had a, more to add on one of these picks. But uh, we talked about him earlier in the pod or earlier in the chat. I want to throw Kobe White's name in the hat too. Yep, I was going to say the same. Kobe White, yeah, he looked good yesterday. Him and Zach looked good yesterday. Um, defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I mean, I don't remember all these off the top of my head. I had Bam. I think Charlie had AD. Uh, Safe pick. Stano had. I had Bam also. Sano had Bam, and then Bruce had Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's a good pick too. Which I, I, wanna, I, I was thinking, he's one of the favorites. Yeah, surprisingly, I didn't even like I would that didn't even come across my mind. That's a good pick. And Bruce would like this. I was actually thinking Marcus Smart. Mm. But mm-hmm. man, guards get hated on man because for these awards, um, six man of the year. I'm Charlie, surprised nobody picked Draymond. Charlie had Schroeder. Uh, Sano, you had had your guy Jordan Clarkson, legend. Shout out to JC. I had Jordan Clarkson also. Um, Bruce, who did you have? I had the shrewd criminal as well, Schroeder. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, producer Pat had Trez. He, he, he thinks Trez is going to be up, coming off the bench. Is there, is there any chance Schroeder does that Schroeder starts for the Lakers? Shit, he was in the starting lineup yesterday, so I think there's a high probability he could. Yep. I was, my other shout out was uh, Dimwitty. That's my other shout six out man? for six men. That's yeah. a good, oh, I would, 
shit. He's actually might be the starter. I think oh, Kieran mm-hmm. Levert, Bruce's guy Levert, is the – He's coming off the bench? Steve Nash said that. He said he can you know, he can be Manu-like. Well, I guess either one of those – I would actually think either one of those guys, whoever yeah, which one of those guys is coming off the bench. That's a good call. Um, and then finally, the MVP. I'll let you guys say your MVPs. Do we all have – before we go, do we all have different ones? I think we did. I think so. Yeah. No. Well, Sano, I think you and producer Pat had the same. But okay. But Bruce and Charlie and me had different ones. So Charlie, go ahead. You guys, go ahead. I mean, the safe pick is Luca, but I'm going with Kevin Durant. Come back, come back, player of the year and the MVP. That's exactly it. You know, a lot of it is narrative, right? It's like, you know, the whole story, and it's like this guy missed the whole season. He comes back. And I think even in his sleep, you know, he's still going to average over 25. They get a one or two seed. And because his game isn't like super predicated on athleticism, right? He can shoot all day. So that's just kind of where I'm going. He averages between 25 and 28. Right. They have to get the, the one or the two seed. And I think the story will be like, man, Durant came back like not, like he never left. Bam, you know. Um, Bruce, who did you have? Uh, I have Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard. I think, uh, I mean, he's at the the apex of his powers. He's got all the stats. The, oh, the team Pat, Pat had Dame too. Okay, never mind. The, the team, the team record is going to be vastly improved because everyone's healthy. Portland finally addressed their wing deficiency with Derek Jones and, and Rocco. You know, so I think Dame. Shout out to CJ Ellaby too, man. Yep. Yes. Yes. CJ CJ Ellaby, man, congrats. Yep. Hopefully we'll get some burn this year. <laughs> but we're man, we're fans. Definitely. And uh uh I think Dame's usage rate will go down and which will be he'll gladly take. And I think people will just will be amazed by his efficiency and stuff. And so it's it's time. It, he's you, you know, you gotta be there for a while, and he's been there for a while, and now everyone ever since the bubble, everyone's like, Whoa, like this guy's a, another dude. Like another level, so I think it's Dame's time. Right. Dame's been knocking on the door. I like yeah. it. He's been knocking on the door. Sano, what do you got? I so I had well, I, I've been going back and forth. I think I said yesterday when we were talking about it. I think I said Lillard. I think I said Lillard um, for the for all the reasons Bruce said. But I'm going to switch it up mm-hmm. for the pod, and I'm going to say Jokic for MVP. Woo! Nikola Jokic for MVP. Oh. I think Denver, I mean, yeah. the more we talked about it, the more I thought about it, like overnight, I was like, Denver's going to finish top three in the West. And obviously their leader, I mean, you can say what you want about Jamal Murray. He was amazing too, but I think it's Jokic's time. You know, those numbers are going to be there. They're across the board pretty much on offense. Um, he's going to lead them to a, you know, top seed in the West. If, if everything comes to fruition, like Bruce said, they, they, they get the number one seed in the standings. Uh, he's going to be tough to beat out if he has a normal if he has a normal Jokic type of season. Right. right. All right. So my uh, well, this kind of goes into what we're going to do next with hot takes. My MVP is Jason Tatum. I, Ooh, think, I like it. I think Jason Tatum has the ability to lead the league in scoring, and if he leads Boston to a top three seed I think he'll be MVP I, say, I like it 
I say that because one, Danny Ainge did real shitty getting giving them the fringe. <laughs> Two, I Kemba's out for a month. Kemba's out for like mid-January, and he has you know knee issues, which dating back to Charlotte. So I think the ball's gonna be in Tatum's hand, hand hands a lot. And you know, if it's like we talk about bubble performances, you know, he was incredible. Uh, he almost single-handedly led Boston to the finals. Um so I'm, I'm a believer, you know, I think he, he's that good to where he can carry Boston to um, the top three in the East and, you know, average close to 30 and yeah, be MVP. So that is my, and that that's a perfect segue into what we're doing now is we each, each of us, um, shout out to, you know, all of us actually, or shout out, Charlie had a nice idea about hot takes. So as you guys heard, I just said Jason Tatum will be the MVP of the NBA. And then we're just, you know, each of us have a couple hot takes. My other hot take is, man, my as you can see in the back, number two, three, Blake Griffin, he's going to be an all-star and all-NBA. Those, okay. those are my two hot takes. I had another one in my back pocket, but I'll just save it. I'll save it for another time. So... So what? Let me ask. What do you think the Pistons would have to finish for him to be able to get All NBA? Because if they finish like ten or eleven, he probably wouldn't get like like the Bradley Beal situation. The dude average thirty, and I don't think he got anything, right? Yeah, well, he was third team All NBA in two thousand nineteen, and he they were the A seed. So, but I okay. mean, if healthy, you know, he's 20, 22, 23, 8 and four, eight and five. So. Yeah, I can see it. I can, I, I can see it. And I'm, I believe it, man. I believe in my guy. So, yeah. Bruce, man, what, what hot takes you got, man? What hot takes you got? What's your hot take? My hot take is uh, Kyrie Irving will lead the Eastern Conference in assists. Woo! Okay. I think, I think there's a couple things. I think the new, the new Kyrie – you know, with the, trying to cut out distractions and outside noise, refocus, regeared. Um, obviously, we know his, his dribbling, his playmaking ability. Now he's surrounded by Sniper and Joe Harris, Bucket Getters and KD, Karis LeVert, Rim Runners, Lob Threats, and, uh, you know, Jared Allen and, and, you know, DJ. I think this guy's going to just – try to change the narrative and just feed, 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 you know? And I, I think also some of that's going to um, kind of surprisingly like Spencer Dinwiddie actually was like in the top 15 in assists last year in the whole NBA. He averaged 6.8 Kyrie's uh, high previous high ever in a season 6.9. I think some of that assist load will drop off Dinwiddie, the healthy Kyrie all year, boosting him up. And just with all the, the talent around and the depth and the, the guys that can get that he can shoot, score, just get buckets in there. I think Kyrie is going to be a facilitator, and who else to learn better to be a, a distributing point guard, you know, point guard than from Steve Nash, right? So I think that's I think he's going to take his wing under his wing and show Kyrie like this is the, you can you can you can do this. So I think everything's around him to be successful and and really and do that and lead the league. Bruce, you also forgot to mention that for the first time in his career, he finally has somebody that's able to take a last-second shot outside of himself. Man, it's got to be nice to have a clutch <laughs> player on your team, finally. 
um no comment on that but, but right I'm, I'm not even i was just poking fun i i yeah. don't necessarily agree with him but hey yeah but, i do yeah i think i definitely <laughs> think he can, he can uh he can do that and lead that eastern conference I, I think everything's around him and he's got a great uh you know coach to kind of help enforce that and show him the way right are they going are they going to run like six seconds or less or eight seconds or less or anything like that not I don't know about that. Uh, I know the ball's been moving a lot in that one preseason game. The ball was moving real well. Uh, it wasn't fast paced like that though, uh, in seven seconds or less. So, yeah, they're the ball will move. I just don't know if you know, I, I'm more worried about them on the defensive end. They're, they might, yeah. they're gonna lead the NBA in scoring. They may, they're gonna be a top like truck. We talked about the other day, listen to that pod, they're gonna be a top three or four offense you know what i'm saying but on defense like i'm with you adam like the defense if if something's going to go wrong like on the court it could it's probably going to be their defense but then i keep thinking about their roster and i'm like they're so long right they got Mm -hmm. they got guys like jordan and allen uh guarding the rim they got kd uh prince you know even dinwiddie's a solid defender Mm -hmm. uh and then you know, there's always the guys we talked about that aren't known for defense, but with guys that long surrounding you, I mean, like even a guy like Bruce Brown, defensive defensive stopper. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. No, they're they're good, man. Um, Santa, what, what, what hot takes you got? All right. So my first hot take is um, Warriors are in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors go seventy-two and zero. <laughs> now, first hot take is Trey Young is going to lead the league in scoring and assists. Oh, oh damn. Both. I think wow. he's going to lead the league in both. Well, I don't think so. That's my hot take. But Damn. And the reason why is a lot is a lot of what Bruce just said about Kyrie also applies to Trey Young. Uh, and the thing with the thing with Trey Young, not only does he have a lot of talent around him that, you know, will fetch him a lot of assists, he still has the green light as the main scorer in Atlanta. He's still the guy, right? Yeah. There's going to be nights uh, like with a guy like Kate, like Kyrie we're comparing to. Like Kyrie obviously could lead the league in scoring, but he's got KD where, if, you know, there's going to be nights where it's like, okay, KD, it's your night to score 30, 40 points. Wow. In Atlanta, it's more on, on uh, Trey Young to be the scorer and the distributor night in, night out. And they're not going to be load managing. So there's not going to be a lot of nights off for him. I mean, you know, God forbid there's an injury or something. Um, and they're going to be constantly fighting all year for that playoff seating. They're not going to be a lock, I don't think, for pretty much anything. So they're going to be in and fighting for a lot of games. They're not going to take a lot of games off. Um, so that's kind of my reasoning behind that. Plus, he's got, you know, he's got one of my all-time favorite players, Clint, C- C- Clint Capella, down there Ooh. to throw lobs to. <laughs> um, you know, and then like all those guys we mentioned earlier when we were talking about the East, like, you know, Gallinari maybe coming off the bench. Um, Kevin Herter's a shooter, uh, guys. Cam, Cam, Reddish. Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish from Duke. Slasher. Um, so they got guys down there. DeAndre Hunter, another defensive guy, but he can also put up some points every once in a while. So, um, yeah, so I like that team down there. Collins, you know, Collins coming yeah, back Collins. healthy. Man, he's, he's a stud. I'm a fan. So, yeah, Trey Young leading the league in scoring and assists. Wow. Uh, That's hot. Hot, hot. And – my next, my next one is Miami is going to trade for a superstar, but it's not going to be James Harden. 
Oh, look at this guy. It's also, you might think, oh, he's going to get traded. It's not going to be Bradley Beal. It's going to be Adam's guy, Blake Griffin. Oh, shit. <laughs> going to Miami. All right. He's going to try to help them get get back to the finals and uh, and defend that Eastern Conference. Yeah. I know Blake, I think Blake deserves better than Detroit right now because Detroit's yeah, rebuilding. Favorites. Championship <laughs> favorites if he's on the team. He, he needs out of Detroit. Detroit's in a different – they're in a different level than, than Blake right now. They're starting over, you know, building from scratch. Blake Blake is at that point in his career. He's early 30s. He needs to go to a contender. Right. He needs to show what he can do in the playoffs. Uh, Miami will trade for Blake Griffin at some point this season, uh, and they will uh, use that to, to make a run in the playoffs. Oh, Those, are, those are, are pretty hot. All right, now we got the worst for last. I, I do want to say, Bruce, I thought that, that Kyrie hot take is pretty cool, man. That's a pretty dope one, you know. Uh, and the Trey Young, I mean, I like, you know, I'm like. i a big Trey Young fan. I think Trey Young could lead in assists, but I think he has so many other guys that his scoring will – he averaged almost like 29.5 last year. Yeah, right. I think Trey's scoring will go down because they have so much, so much of a squad, but that's a good pick too. Um, my first one is uh, because this guy's made a lot of teammates is the leading scorer in the NBA. Bradley Beal leads the NBA in scoring. Um, you know, Russ has had, I mean, I think when Russ was with PG, PG got second in the league in scoring only because Harden averaged like 34. PG right. was number two. And then he's, you know, KD was leading scorer probably four times with uh, Russell as his teammate. And now I think, um, I mean, it's, it's not too hot because Bradley Beal was second in the NBA in scoring last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they make the playoffs and that Russ, leads Beal to be the leading scorer in the NBA. Um, you know, and because Beal's been in the league, I don't know how many years now, steadily getting better every single year, you know, and now he's got So, So if Beal leads the league in scoring, you're going to give all the credit to Russ? I'm going to give it to Beal, but I think Russ, this would be the third time in Russ's career he's, you know, because he's been looked at as a gunner and doesn't share the ball. But right. he, stays, he stays getting assists. He just, he's a willing passer, but just some of his shot selection when he does shoot is just really ugly. So he has that that bad rap. Um, and my other one, I guess you could almost say it's it kind of ties into Russ indirectly. Um, I think Luka Doncic becomes the third player ever to average a triple double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I see. Oscar, Oscar, Russ, and Luka, you know? So then, um, would your MVP change then? Um, I was going to say, I, he's got to yeah, be MVP I, if he gets that. I don't know if Dallas finishes in the top four per se, right? So I and I think I mean I just think KD's because right now Luca's kind of like the favorite to do it, where KD would kind of come and sneak and take it. That's kind of I, I would still rock with Kevin Durant just because I feel like his story of not playing for a whole year could be because we, we also kind of have been dumbed down from Russell averaging triple double for three years in a row. Yeah, and I think he only got one MVP out of those three years, right? Yeah. And where, where did where did they finish in the standings when he won that MVP? I think six. five or six. Yeah. yeah right. So it wasn't that six. low, or it wasn't that high? I mean. Yeah. There were six, yeah. And that's kind of why I'm still sticking with KD because I think they can finish one, either one or two. And um, that's why I'll still rock with KD. But, yeah, those are those are my hot tis aches. Those are good ones. Actually, Bruce, man, to, you know, piggyback what, what you said also about Kyrie, man, that was my other hot take because I thought you were going to have a Boston hot take and I didn't want us to have two, two of the same. So I, Kyrie was actually going to be my MVP. Oh, that was going to be my uh, – but I don't think he's going to play enough games to qualify. 
you know, just because of the the management of you know they want to they want him and KD to be ready for the playoffs. So that was my that was my my other one. Um, well, the same kind of similar to Westbrook getting Beal um, the leading scorer. I actually also wouldn't be surprised somehow if Chris Paul helps Booker become the NBA's leading scorer too. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a good one. I like that one. And and also the leading scorer that we've known for the last four years has been Harden. And with the new offense, where it's not the D'Antoni cater to the Harden, whatever he wants to do offense, um, his scoring might go down. He'll still be a killer, I think, but his scoring might not be as astronomical as it's been under D'Antoni. Right. It opens it up for uh, like a number of guys, Trey Young, Booker, Beal, Tatum, a lot of guys. Yeah. If, if uh, I mean, this might be like a half, half a, a medium lukewarm hot take or a lukewarm <laughs> take. If, uh, if Phoenix finishes like – top five or top four in the West, which is a long shot because there's a lot, because the West is pretty deep, but Phoenix is a roster that they could do it. Uh, Booker, I think has a solid chance at MVP. If they finish like, you know, it's gotta be, they got to finish pretty high in the standings for that to happen. But I mean, coming from the jump that they'd be making. uh, This is crazy. This goes to show the NBA is in a good fucking place, man. Yeah. Right. We we we've named like seven guys that like man that guy could get MVP this year, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot of MVP say, candidates. We didn't even say Giannis. Right. We didn't say the two-time reigning MVP. Or LeBron. Right. Or yeah, I mean LeBron's got second or third like 13 years in a row, right? Right. That's crazy. There's a lot of guys out there, and the, there's a lot of guys like uh, like Charlie, like Luca, like obviously he's he's the favorite. I think I think he's the Vegas betting favorite. He, he is um but there's like there's guys like that like where if you had asked us like two years ago we would have been like oh probably you know within four or five years there's a lot of guys that have arrived a lot earlier than we thought they would right. at least me you know personally like there's guys like trey young who i was like oh okay like he'll be good in like three years you know four years he led you know they, i was 29 a game last year their developments accelerated so they've done a good job putting in the work and yeah it's just you know it's obviously showing on the court that's right cool. Um, so as you guys know, the four of us, real tight, real close friends, um, been friends for a long time, but obviously for all friends get into debates more so Bruce and Charlie, as we alluded to in the Jeremy Mills podcast, shout out to Jeremy Mills for having us on. Um, but yeah, we, what we want to do is give you guys a glimpse of what we debate in our group chats. And how, you know, we want to bring it to fruition, bring it to life and let you guys see. It'll be a little more PG, a little more, you know, won't be not as much cussing, not as much getting mad, but it'll be. But we're not going to have Charlie and Bruce argue. But we'll say that for another time, another special time, because it'll that could be a whole podcast in itself. So we'll start off, man, with uh, Charlie, you want to go ahead? Uh, this is a debate that just happened when. Um, the John Wall trade happened, and it was just simple. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, they're in the playoffs for sure. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're in. And we just was kind of like, man, I, I was really high on they will be in. Like, actual, not they're going to win the playing game to get in. They're going to be a top eight seed, which they were – I guess they were the nine seed, but they were like nine games away from the eight seed last year. Something bad. They just, they just got invited out of pity because they were like – Something bad. <laughs> they were like 28 and 40 or something. You know, they were bad. But anyways, yeah, obviously I think Westbrook, um, yeah, I mean, he's not looked upon as a winning player, but 
I think he's a really good winner, just maybe he hasn't won a championship, right? He wins a lot, but just, you know, he hasn't won the the actual big ring. But I think he's going to be helpful enough um, to take them to the playoffs. And, I, I mean, with guys like some some analysts, I think Zach Lowe said uh, the rookie that Sano loves, uh, Denny. I don't even know how to say his last name. Um, You're not going to need to know in a couple of years. You won't even remember him. <laughs> that he's one of the most NBA ready rookies in this draft. I've heard that. He did play. In, he did play. He played in the Euro League last year, right? So yeah, he's got oh. some. He's got some experience against pros. Maccabi yeah, Tel Yeah, there you go. They said he's ready. He's smart. Uh, well-rounded player. Uh, you know Thomas Bryant, man. He's a monster. Uh, right. My guy Thomas Bryant. Thomas Charlie Bryant. had never uh, even heard his name before this. Before we were. <laughs> well, I knew who he was. I knew who he was in fantasy, but I didn't think I didn't know he. No, was I'm just the joking. Guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Bertans, obviously, dead eye shooter. He got paid a lot of money. Yeah. But, um, you know the rest because you can see the rest of that roster doesn't get paid a lot of money. There's there's definitely some debate about some of these guys are, are bums. You know. Man, I was okay. I was gonna, in to counter your argument about the Wizards making the playoffs. You named okay. We named off Russ Beal, Thomas Bryant. They got Rui. Rui's a solid player. Gonzaga, yeah. Bertrand. uh, Bertrands, and then I don't know. You start Lopez, I guess, uh, or you coming off the bench as your big man. Rolo. I want to read some guys off. I'm going to read some names to you guys, and you tell me if you've heard of them before. Okay. Let's just do an exercise. Yoeli Childs. For sure. You guys heard of that name? <laughs> Never. Caleb Holmes, Holmesley? Garrison mm. Matthews? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. He was... Okay, Adam, you got one. Anestis Penischis? <laughs> Marlon Taylor? Perhaps. These Perhaps. are training camp invites. These are, these are the guys that are on their roster right now. Anthony Gill is another one. We've heard, I've heard that name. I, I wouldn't guess where he's played. That's Johnny Gill's son. I thought it was. I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna say Kendall's son. Oh, that's not oh. Bunny Gill's son. Stop. <laughs> I mean, but I guess I guess you can count on guys like Isaac Bonga off your bench as well. Uh, Neto, hey. okay, Neto, solid NBA veteran, and they got Cassius Winston, rookie, if he makes Troy the team, Brown. and then Troy Wagner, Brown. Wagner, Troy Brown, and Ish Smith. So they got some veterans. But that bench, I mean, we talked a lot about the Boston bench. We talked a lot about the Warriors bench. I think I take that back about the the Warriors having the worst bench in the league because <laughs> I'm just looking through this and I'm like, this is. I mean, you could pull, pull up a G League team and put them on their bench, and it might be better. And these guys, these guys might prove me wrong. I don't know. We don't know anything about these guys. That's the thing. But that's my reasoning for not for not having the Wizards in the playoffs. Plus, you're counting on guys like Rui, second year, who's a good player, but it's also a second year. Right. The only real guys you can count on are Russ and Beal. If one of those guys gets hurt, it's a wrap. I think you can. Oh yeah, if you get hurt. But we have, yeah, we have a. That's a caveat we have, right? Right for the for the bet, yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, uh, I think you can count on Bertans to make you two hundred to two hundred fifty threes. You know, somebody's got to set him up though. Bertans is not going to create his own shot. He's oh, got to have somebody. He's got to have somebody pull the defense, right? So that's, that's what Russ does. That's what Russ yeah. does. So and that's why they paid him. You know, that spot up shooter, kind of like. You know, uh, Joe Harris, right? Like, Joe Harris is going to make two, 253s. He's just going to get – he's just going to be open because they have actually more talent there in Brooklyn. But I, so right. I don't think Washington's going to be the one or two seed. But I think they're going to be, you know, six, seven, eight. 
I mean, I don't like, I don't, I'm not saying, and you guys jump in, Bruce and Adam, you guys jump in if you want, but I'm not saying anything. It's not anything bad about Russ. It's not anything bad about Beal. It's just that, that team, they're, they're, I don't see, I don't see them being better than teams like Indiana or, um, you know, those teams that we named at the bottom of the Eastern Conference that are going to be fighting for those seeds. Even Orlando, even Orlando, I could see being a little better than them. So I, I think yeah. there's just seeds that are like, or spots that are kind of taken that I, I can't really draw. I can't really bump teams for a team like Washington. And I, as we know, this is a star driven league and stars run this shit and they got two of them, which is two more right. than Orlando got That's two more than Indiana got. And I think that's what will we'll get them in just like, just on that alone. I mean, Indiana, I mean, not to jump, not to jump to another team, but Indiana, you're counting on Oladipo to come back healthy. But if he does, they got Sabonis, Brogdon, Miles Turner. If he ever, you know, to get go to that next level, I know Adam's not high on them, but they got some talent there if they can all put it together. For sure, I mean, every team they play, they'll probably have sides like Brooklyn and maybe a couple of teams. They're going to have probably the first and second best player in the game, and the next team will probably have the next six best players in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, okay, but that's where we agree to disagree. Hey, I'll even I'll even throw in a uh, if 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 you win that bet, I'll even throw in a um, Caleb Holmes me jersey, Washington Wizards jersey for you. Oh, I want his Liberty jersey. Isn't that where he went? Or do you go to Liberty? Did he go to Liberty? He went to one let's of those. It, let's look it up. Caleb, he, he went to Liberty. Liberty. Shout out to shout out to that uh, Seth Curry went right. Yep. Seth Curry before went, went to, before, before he went to Duke. So he realized he needed to go to a real college, a real powerhouse. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that, that's ours. All right, Bruce, man, you've had some strong feelings about something that we've talked about a lot in the group chat. So, man, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, it's Atlanta. I'm not, I'm not sipping the Kool-Aid. I need everyone to pump the brakes a little bit on Atlanta. Those are his exact words, everyone. <laughs> man, he he said that in our group chat. Pump the brake. Right. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I'm not. Um, I want to hear the reasoning why here. The reasoning the for Atlanta, I think uh, I dived a little deeper. Um, so Ooh. I think there's some num there's a statistical and historical content in addition to my own subjectiveness of why I don't believe in Atlanta. So uh, I'm a break this down give you some numbers here so okay let's remember atlanta was the 14th best team in the east last year okay 14th one from the worst team the eastern conference they were 20 and 47 and i like to use last year is a good reflection of this year because last year 70 most teams played 72 to 73 games last year and we're on a shortened 72 season this season okay atlanta added we, right, we got Gallinari, we got Rondo, you know, we've added, and then Bogdanovich. 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 So we got the three. Gotcha. Healthy but Capella. Again, let, let me, Capella was on that team. He got hurt. Gotcha. But let me just say, boom. Okay. 20 and 47. Okay. Seven. Okay. Going back to what we talked to in the earlier about our, what teams we think are going to go to the playoffs. Okay. We had our consensus, right. And this is all of you. We've had our consensus six teams, but I'm going to go seven of the teams that you and I, uh, most of us named 
that made the playoffs last year had 43 wins or more. That's 23 plus wins or more than Atlanta did one year ago or a couple months ago. Okay. Now I'm going to name those teams. Bucks, 76ers, Celtics, Nets, uh, sorry, Bucks, 76ers, Celtics, Heat, Raptors, and Pacers all had 43 wins or more. That's 23. That's over double Atlanta's wins. The only team that didn't have 43 wins or more is the Nets. So are you going to sit here and tell me Atlanta's better than the Nets this season? No, not one of you are going to say that. That's seven teams right there, statistics. So you're basically saying Atlanta is going to have one of the largest one-year turnarounds in NBA history. I went and looked at the top 10 turnarounds in NBA history, okay? 23 wins, most, most of the top 10 are like 19, 18 and 19 wins over. And you know why those turnovers happen, turnarounds happen? Lou Alcindor ain't walking through that door. Larry Bird ain't walking through that door. Tim Duncan ain't walking through that door. Carmelo Anthony, rookie, ain't walking through that door. Bogdanovich, Rondo, and Gallinari aren't the level of those players and then some of the massive trades that those, those 10 teams had, okay? So basically, it comes down to one playoff spot from those other seven, right? And to me... That's between the Wizards, Orlando, and Atlanta, okay? Last year, uh, the Orlando had 33 wins. That's 13 more. So you have to get more than a 50% increase from that new Atlanta roster to get that last spot. Wizards had 25 wins, which is five more than Atlanta. But, hey, we can say those three teams can fight for it for that one playoff spot and if I have to pick between those three teams for that one playoff spot without a massive turnaround that's unbelievable that'll be unprecedented in NBA history for wins um I just like the Wizards roster like Charlie said better and why I like the roster better is because the Wizards pieces fit better yes Atlanta has some talent but they have a bunch of young players Santa, you tried to shit on the roster by naming a bunch of guys that aren't even going to suit up. Who goes that deep in the in, in, in the, the year important games? I was naming off You're their going... seventh to seventh to eleventh no, guy. That is not Those were seventh, seventh to eleventh guy. That is not their seventh to eleventh guy. Uh, let me name your take it up with guys. take it up with these ESPN. The guys, these are the guys are going to play. Take it up Russ, with ESPN. Russ Bradley, Rui, Denny, Bertans, Thomas Bryant, Cassius Winston, Robin Lopez. Mo Wagner, Troy Brown. I gave you nine guys. Okay. You can't. And one of those guys is a second round pick, and one of those oh, guys is a hero rookie. Okay. So don't talk about like, young players with Atlanta, but you're talking about not with the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking young. There's young players in Atlanta, and they did they tighten up that roster with adding those three veterans, and they're going to get better. And I I agree with you. They're going to get more wins in the twenty, but ultimately, when push comes to stub, it comes to star power. Bradley Beal. Russell Rexbrook is better, in my opinion, than any star on Atlanta and any star. No, I'm not. On I'm not Orlando. arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I mean, okay. you can, I, I, if I, I will say this, if I'm taking it, if I'm taking a player, if I have a yep. choice between Trey Young and Russell Westbrook, I'm taking Trey Young. 
Okay, and that's where you and I differ because uh, I'm not smoking. I'm not smoking. Smoking whatever you're smoking. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I'm pumping the brakes on Atlanta. I don't like. I'm. Not, I'm not a big Trey Young fan. Um. So how I come? Just, uh, I Out of curiosity, how come? Because he plays. He's the worst defender in the NBA. I mean, does Westbrook takes, play defense? Uh, but, <laughs> I, I'm not arguing about Trey Young because I know he's a bad defender. This, but if you're gonna if you're gonna knock on Trey Young, though, it's the same hey, knock on Westbrook. Hey, this brings me to something else in the chat. <laughs> I love it. Guess who's in the same division? <laughs> oh, you, you, the two teams, Atlanta, yeah, 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 and yeah, the yeah. Wizards. Okay, can I can't wait to see Trey Young guard Russell Westbrook and Vice. Oh, I'm not defending Trey Young's oh. defense. I'm not okay. defending Trey Young's defense. All right, all right. I'm so just saying, if you're gonna knock, if you're gonna knock Trey Young for that, you got to knock Westbrook for that. Westbrook. I don't think Westbrook's defense is, is that bad. Yeah. I oh, I do. So he he, he I mean, gets he's, confused. He's either it's an effort thing or he just doesn't care. He's never been on the level of like they just go and take advantage of him like they did Harden or like a Steph Curry. Well, that's also size though. But Harden just was just didn't give a fuck. But you never heard, oh man, cats are just gonna go at Russell and take yeah. advantage of him tonight. But you hear cats, oh yeah, oh. Oh, give me the ball. Trey, Trey I cannot wait. Like Atlanta I said, game. I'm not defending Trey Young's defense. I cannot no, no, wait no, right. till there's a switch in Atlanta game where Russ has, is on offense and Trey Young switches on him. Oh, all day. Mouse in the house. Okay. Uh, I'm not, so, uh, yeah, all right. I'm not, I, I'm not defending Trey Young's defense. I'm not arguing Trey okay. Young's defense because it's worse, saying, than the, worse than the NBA. For, but for the, that's also why they brought in Dunn and Rondo. Yeah. No, and it's, it's good. I agree. But I think for me, again, when it when it gets down and I have all those teams very close. One, I think those three teams are fighting, basically fighting for that that one spot, um, that eighth seed. And I I just prefer, I just prefer the Wizards with Russ injection because. So, so you're going for the the star power model too. The same thing no, Carly said earlier. I, I think there's a star power model. And I think there's the historical contents because it's just that Wizards team wasn't that old. They got better. The land team got better. Then you're t- arguing they infused with their the pieces they brought in. I think the rust piece brought into the Wizards is a bigger uh, piece that was that got inserted than what happened to Atlanta. I think both teams are going to improve, but I think Atlanta has much more way to go because of the historical reference that I that I alluded to. I don't. Could I see them slipping, being that eight? Yes, I said I think those three teams are fighting for the eight. But this, this is blasphemy nonsense that people think that they're going to be a fucking it's, seven, it's, six, five. Did you? It's really not. It's really not. You, you named the three guys that they added: Rondo, Gallinari, <laughs> right? And uh, who was the third that we Bogdanovich were talking about? And Bogdanovich and Dunn, and, and, Dunn Dunn. and Capella. That's five guys that could start for the Wizards. And, with, I mean, minus Beal and Brad and, and Russ and already. I will add, what's his name? John Collins got suspended for what, 30 games? These guys, yeah. So, Bruce, I get what you're saying about the historical turnaround, but this yeah. is a basically a completely different roster. It, it, it than, is. That's what they it had is. last year. And so, so, like I said. I don't, really, I, so I, I don't really count that as a factor. Like, if, it was, yeah. if they were coming back with the same roster and it was just guys they were waiting on to develop and grow, yeah. fine. It wouldn't happen. But this yeah. is a completely different roster. And they're not, it's not like they brought in young, unproven guys. They brought in veterans no. that have been to the playoffs. Rondo's won championships. They did bring uh, – the, again, I like the moves. And don't give me – like, I'm not saying Atlanta's not going to improve. They're going to get better. They're going to win games. They're going to improve. But I think – there's, I, I just like, I keep hearing like 
I can go, I can buy into them being a, a eight, uh, a play in team, you know, maybe a seven. I was pushing it, but like because of the historical turnaround, they would need to have, like, I cannot get on board. Because when people talk about Atlanta, they're not, you're, you're like you, they're not talking about, hey, they're a fringer. They're talking about being a top four. Three? Well, top yeah, no. that's pushing it. I mean, no, top five, top seven to me is pushing it. Like they have see, to top seven, I think is is over a realistic. Percent over a hundred percent more. It's like a hundred and ten percent turnaround in wins to be even a top seven seed in the East. I'm but, not you're, but you're talking it. about two different teams. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even count. I don't even count the historical thing because it's talking about two different teams. I'm not, but no, okay. When those historical <laughs> turnarounds happen, people got injected. It's not just the same team they got there. Of course, there was trades, drafts, and stuff like that. I'm trying to say you're talking about five guys that are key rotation, oh. if not starters, and probably second option in Bogdanovich. Okay, what is Gallinari starting? No, is Rondo starting? No, is Dunn starting? No. The only one starting. Oh, what does finish. that have to do with anything, though? You, you keep arguing that it's like Dunn and Ron, Dunn, Dunn and Rondo are brought in for their experience. Those guys are rotation guys that are going to play defense to make up for Trey Young's lack of defense. You brought in Bogdanovich, who's going to be probably he's their start. second leading scorer. Otherwise, maybe Collins. I don't know. Trey Young start. is a year older, who averaged nearly thirty points a game last year. Top to bottom, they have a better okay. roster than half right. the league, I'll, half I'll the teams end, in the East. I'll end the debate like this. Okay, I again. <laughs> Because you're you you see I'm gonna name again the historical I'm gonna name off those teams I that's, named off again. That's fine. Are they better? Just the historical con- the historical historical Atlanta context means nothing to me though. Is Atlanta better than the Bucks? Obviously not. I'm not talking is about Atlanta the top teams in the East. Is, is I'm not Atlanta talking about the top teams in the East. I can see is Atlanta it? here. I'll tell you this. I'll throw another hot take out just for Bruce. Oh, I can see a, I can see Atlanta having a better record than Miami. Oh, talk to him, Gus. Okay, that's okay. You can feel that way. Again, I want the. I think they're going to be successful. I, and I said I'm not arguing. Like I, I said they're going to battle for a playoff spot. And I, I'm more back down to the eight, the eight in, um, maybe a seven. But I'm, I'm feeling more of the, the eight in. Um, but seven, I can see that. But this, this notion of the, the six, there's so much room they have to grow. It, it, such a big jump. For a young, for a, a team that's nucleus is young. They haven't stand up. There's something about being there, going through the trial. Look at Denver, right? They kept missing the playoffs, getting talent, kept missing it, got to the first round. There's something about there's a the NBA, it's about a process. You're telling me Atlanta's gonna go I'm, through I'm not, the I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship, though. You're, you're talking about you're talking about Denver. Denver's a contender in the West. No, I know. I'm just talking about them getting a sixth seed. Denver, I, That's it. I'm saying. not talking There's about. I'm not talking about getting a championship or winning the East. I'm just no. saying, gonna, if everything no. clicks, if everything clicks, and everything goes right, and you know somebody, maybe somebody gets hurt on another team, maybe they get a five seed. Okay, I'm talking pro- six, seven, eight. They're There's in the, lear- They're in that area. We're There's not that far off. Of lear- but you're way lower play. on them than I am. Learning to play and learning how to win. And I'm just saying, uh, you, you think Atlanta's going to go from the second to the worst Eastern Conference team all the way up to, to a, 
that means but that doesn't that's a different team it's not like there there's not like this team last year has to go all the way up to the sixth seed (laughs) what's the nucleus you keep telling me the it's about that i just named you the nucleus i could they have a 10 person nucleus those guys have to learn how to win interject here yeah go ahead all right so here here's why here's what i'm feeling about this i feel bruce may not be high on trey young i think trey young has a chance to be a transcendent superstar but what do transcendent superstars need? They need experience. So obviously, yes. first two years, Trey Young has he's been incredible on offense, very bad on defense, right? I but, I agree. But first, Adam, before you go on, let me say this: I'll put it in the context of we're not talking about Trey Young leading these guys to the Eastern Conference Championship. No, it's we're talking about Trey Young leading these guys to a seven, eight, right. six, it's, it's, six seed. My, my points all going to tie together. So with transcendent superstars. When they get real solid veteran experience around them, they tend to up their level of play and they up the level of play of others. So, i.e., I, I hate to do this because they're going to be forever connected. When Luca got real solid vets around him and not, you know, I mean, he had Dirk his first year, but that was like on his, his uh, farewell tour. He propelled his team. Trey Young has that type of talent. And now that he has someone to learn under, Ray John Rondo, someone who can learn, he can learn you know, how to play, make how to make others better. I mean, he almost led the NBA in assists, but he can be even better. He can learn how to lead under Ray John Rondo. For as much as we bag on Rondo, Rondo has led teams to championships, mm-hmm. right? He can learn how to play defense under um, Tr- Chris Dunn, Nate McMillan, another. Nate McMillan's an assistant coach there. Mm-hmm. That's another wealth of experience. Sure, Gallinari and Bogdanovich, wing scores. Gallinari's going to play the four, can play three, four, maybe a small ball five. That's another vet who can help. Um, who can help Trey Young? I bring this all around to Trey Young. Trey Young has the has the ability to turn. Yeah, they won what you Bruce you said twenty games last year. He has a chance with this team. He can propel them. I don't want to say sing, single-handedly, but he's that good to where they can be a six seed. Is it a little far-fetched? Maybe, but at the same time, his talent is so good, and he makes other players around him better, and he's going to have that experience with you know, and get the experience and, and the help from others. He has a real solid NBA roster. I get all your historical numbers, Bruce, and that's, you know, I, I feel you. Like, you know, he, he's been historically bad on defense. They, they are, they're not going to make this giant jump. There are a lot of big teams, a lot of teams in front of them. However, some of those teams are going down and Atlanta's going up. And because you, you talk about Indiana. I spoke about Indiana earlier. Mm-hmm. Sure, they have pieces. They have a first-year head coach, never been a head coach before. What are they going to run? Sabonis and Turner don't work well together. Victor Oladipo and Brogdon, we don't know if they're going to work well together because both need the ball in their hands. So, And they did nothing to get better. They made no moves in the offseason to get better. They drafted Cassius Stanley. They, they didn't. Indiana made no moves to get better. So while Bruce, in turn, is, is right, which – you know, I hate saying because it just boosts his ego. Sano does have a point also because I think a lot falls on Trey Young and how great he's going to make others. 
Hands but I, let me let me just say hold up real quick. Devin Booker, right? Yep. Devin Booker finally got a real coach last year. He got he got some solid vets. He had Ricky Rubio. You know, Richard Rubio's been in the playoffs. He's you know, he's a point guard, learned how to play. He his game, he took his game to another. He was arguably the best player, you know, him and Dame. He was the best player. That's what I'm saying. When when young guys get the vets, get the type of veterans around them, their games usually propel. And I think that's what I'm saying. Trey Young has the ability with his talent and getting all this experience and all this knowledge that yes, they can make the six seed. And on top of that, I was gonna I was gonna quickly add to what Adam was saying, Bruce, before you go. The thing with Trey Young is not only did they bring in the vets to like, you know, like you said, kind of mentor him. Uh, give them some like you know coaching basically on the court those guys were also brought in specifically to make up for his biggest weakness which was defense so it wasn't just like a veteran thing it's like okay these guys are on the court these guys are specifically brought in because they make up for what Trey Young lacks right now and that's defense so it was it was it was seen in the way that they built that roster and for me, it's not, I'm not even care. Like the Trey Young defense is not even a factor. As to, I don't, to me, it's just, there's levels to this, there's steps. And teams don't just take giant ascensions, there's steps to that. So I think they're going to get better. But I just, um, and this is probably uh, where we differ maybe a little bit, Adam, it's just, um, yes, Atlanta is going to have, is going to get better. And I agree, we all agree they're going to get better. I think they're going to be a better team. But then now we have to also hope you're asking for multiple things, hope other teams are going to get worse too. And that six and over, as I alluded to those teams, we have to think that those six teams that won 23 more games than Atlanta, not only does Atlanta have to get significantly better all those teams have to get significantly worse. And then this is where you and I differ at. And I, I you said like, for instance, you're pointing out Indiana, Indiana's you said is a pillar of mediocrity. Well, great. They didn't change their roster and mediocrity got them the fourth seed and 40 something wins. So what is there for me not to believe that, that they can't be mediocre again and still be a four and get 43 something plus wins. And so that's all I'm saying is I just think, six and above is really a lot. And, and the seventh seed last year was the Nets with still seven, you know, 18 more wins in them. And so I think Atlanta's going to get better, but I also don't think you also Atlanta needs some teams to get way down and drop off kind of not a cliff, but some of them take some tremendous drops. And so that's where I think more of that eight seed seven, you know, possibly is more in the realm of reasoning then because we just we don't see teams every year unless it's like elite top 10 type player or the kind of guy the kind of talent I just alluded to that's come in to make that big of a change and how they got better yes they're going to get better they're going to win do I think they could be yeah I said they think there's nothing wrong with being a seven or eight that that's a success for because if they're going to be a seven or AC that means they literally going to probably have won 30, you know, five or more, you know, possibly games, 30 something plus games. That is a huge success. That's over a 50% increase in win total. So 
I mean, that, that same argument you guys were just making earlier for the Wizards, though. The Wizards only had five more wins than the Hawks last year. Yeah, and I and I'm I what did I just say? My my argue I'm not as, as into Charlie. My argument was I said the battle for the eight <laughs> was going to be Wizards, Orlando, and Atlanta. I didn't have I didn't have Wizards. I just said it's going. That's why I think the battle of the eight is going to be. And uh, I just like the Wizards more. That just because the Wizards make the playoffs. I mean, the playoff team in the East at the eight, you know, was 30, 30 two 33 wins you know that's that's not that's not saying much right so it's not the west <laughs> all right well man you guys got a uh you guys got a glimpse a pg glimpse of what a day in the life <coughs> group chat looks like uh yeah no it was fun we will probably add some more of those to our pods in the future man just make it more like us make it more you know, authentic, you know, I was not to say we weren't authentic before, but it's just, you know, open things up a little bit, you know, we can be ourselves. Um, man, it was fun. And the NBA season is right around the corner, man. We got like five days, I believe. So it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Uh, Real quick. I got one more question for Bruce though. Atlanta finished 500 above 500. So that's what, what is that? 30, so be, 36. Uh, 36 and 36. 36. 30. Is that about, yeah, 36. 36, 36. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what it's going to, what it's going to take. It's going to be right there to be that plan. So, so, thir- so, yeah, okay. So they play 72 games. So 36 and 36 would be yeah, 500. Yeah, 36 and okay. 36. All right. Well, there you have it, you guys. BTST, NBA preview. We're excited, you know, we're watching preseason, man, college basketball's been on, man, we're just super excited that the NBA is back, man, it's our, our love, love the league, um, that's our I want to say, one of the reasons why we're excited NBA's back is because we can't watch any more fucking Husky basketball, Jesus, oh, holy smokes. That's, that's a whole other argument. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other, that's that a whole other part. That's a whole other debate. We'll, we'll so get the debate. Because they suck. <laughs> we'll get. There's not, not much to debate. Uh, right. Uh, man, super excited, you guys. BTST for Charlie, Bruce, Sano, Adam. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe to our IG. <laughs> man, we we appreciate the love and support, everybody. BTST signing off. Appreciate you guys. Stay safe, wear a mask.